What's good? What's good? In this show, I'm going to waffle a bit about investment clubs and how they're starting to come about more often. What is an investment club? Simply speaking, an investment club is a group of people who have all pulled their money together into one small investment fund. They all invest money into this fund, which is essentially their investment club. 99% of members of investment clubs won't invest all of their money into that IC. They may want to diversify or expand their portfolio so they can have the best of three worlds. Their own investment portfolio, their own private pension, which is an investment, and they can become a member of an investment club. ICs can include friends and friends of friends, family members, social outlets like golf clubs or football clubs or workplace workers. If you work with 100 people in an office and a couple of you want to invest together, you could decide to gather a group of fellow co-workers together and set up your own little investment club. Same with golfers at a golf club, worshippers at a worship place or even dancers at a community dance club. The list is endless. Here's an example of a few current investment clubs. The Enfield Investment Club. You've got the Northern Monkeys Moneymakers. You've got the Brummiers, which I'm assuming that's Birmingham. Millionaires, Brummiers. You've got the Kentish Town Investment Club. You've got loads. There's even a lefty investment club in London called Mark's Money. Go to the Investment Club Network website, TCIN, and there's a list of various clubs on there. The structure underpinning investment clubs, that's a legal entity, and it tends to be a limited liability partnership. I personally think LLPs are the best structure for ISCs, and most ISCs do use LLPs. What are the advantages of investment clubs and why do people create them and participate them? Participate in them. There are various main advantages, and for what I can see, one key disadvantage. The main advantages are collective in nature. Thirty people all having a collective input will create a better outcome than one person having an input. Thirty people spending thirty minutes each analysing a company that results in. 15 hours of analysis. One person, especially if they're working 9 to 5, they would find it very hard to find 15 hours to analyse one company. Paying for services is another reason. If it costs a £1,000 to get a financial expert to do an analysis and do diligence on a company, then it would cost 30 people just £33 each, rather than one person solely paying a thousand pounds for that analysis and due diligence. So people being members of ISCs, that can save them a hell of a lot of money. They can also shop around for a good broker and negotiate some perks because brokers like entities that have a lot of money. An investment club has more money to invest than most of the members have than, than what most of the members have within that club. This gives members collective bargaining power, collective thinking and experience. There are two other advantages. 
Research is another one. 30 people researching companies, industries or assets that will have a better outcome than one person researching companies, industries or assets. An investment club can embark upon activism, activist activities. They include shareholder activism and activist-based investing. If an investment club sees a good business start, but that business isn't public because it's only small, the investment club can approach that company and they, are, they can ask to invest into it. Investment clubs offer democracy because in an IC the members will vote on the investment strategies. They will vote on what type of risk they want to take, the type of investments they want to have and the demographics of those investments. They can also vote on how to allocate the capital and what class of assets to buy. As we can see, the advantages of investment clubs tend to be collective based. The main disadvantage is a tax treatment, but it's not really a biggie. LLP members are taxed on the profits. The LLP isn't taxed itself. So a higher rate taxpayers will be subject to 40% in taxes. But that's the case when dividends or bonuses or wages to a person, that's the case when it breaks a certain threshold. The 40% threshold kicks in after 150k. I think it's 39.7. How do investment clubs come about? As I mentioned, investment clubs are usually formed from a few people with one commonality. That's to invest together. So investment clubs are simply formed based on one common goal and an idea. Me and you, we have a common goal and that goal is to invest. So I've got an idea. Why don't we pull our funds together into a little club and we can see if our friends want to join and even any family members, see if they want to participate. Let's get together. Create a plan. Create an investment strategy. Get some other friends on board. We can then set up an LLP. I'll tell you what, let's call it the Jolly Boys Investment Club. We can then set up a bank account. We can then find a good broker. And then we can get investing. And we can do all of this in under a week. Done dusted. I think that's quite good in the modern era. Why are investment clubs on the rise? I don't exactly know why. I think there's a lot of factors contributing towards it. In the pandemic, a lot of people decided to participate in the stock market. Not just stocks, but other types of investments. Cryptocurrency, that went mad throughout 2020 and 2021. The NFTs, apes and all that, that was nuts, that was. Inflation has been pushing people away from savings and into the markets. I don't know, maybe the demand to invest, but not much experience is one of the reasons why investment clubs are growing. Polling shows that the average Brit doesn't understand much about the markets, and my experience tells me the same. I know very clever people from small business owners, contractors, tech guys, to many others, and they don't understand much about the markets. 
someone online messaged me and we were chatting a bit about the markets and a few other things. And he said to me, he said, Mike, I've got a PhD, but I have zero clue on how the market works. So not understanding the markets and the mechanics of the markets and not understanding how to participate in the markets, it's not a class problem. It's not an intellectual problem. It seems to be a national widespread problem. Investment clubs with many members, each with a little knowledge on the markets, that can create a sort of hive system where the knowledge of the group is higher relative to each member within that group. Financial services becoming cheaper, I think that may be partly contributing towards it. 30 members could pay £100 each and as a, and in total as a group they could purchase three grand's worth of financial education £100 each in return three grand's worth of financial education tutorials e-guides actual teaching from financial experts but yeah they could receive three grand's worth of 30 people can receive three grand's worth of financial education for all spending £100 each. So maybe that's partly contributing towards it. But the trend is growing. Google Trends. After January 2021, when the GameStop event occurred and the global short squeeze occurred, the, num the global number of Google searches for the words investment club, that increased by roughly 30 to 40%. More people are searching the term investment club, more, more in the last two years compared to the two years before that. HMRC and .cov.uk, they've been issuing more and more details and reports and documents surrounding investment clubs. More and more news articles are mentioning investment clubs. In America, they're growing a lot more than over here. But over here, they're still growing. A few months ago, The Motley Fool, that issue tips on how to start investment clubs because the demand is growing. So obviously they're trying to cater to that demand. Investor Chronic, Investors Chronicle, that's starting to cover ICs now. People I know who work in the retail brokerage industry, they're starting to tell me more IC applications are coming in. Online investment communities are growing and that's a sort of not exactly officially an investment club, but it's a type of investment club. Many people together, many people banding together in the, into a community, all talking about what they're buying and why they're buying. People are, people are embarking upon side hustles, so participating in the market is a form of side hustles. Is a form of side is a form of a side hustle. If you go to a website of one of the UK's largest investment clubs. You can see a lot more information about what an actual investment club investment club does. The club is Mobius Club. Mobiusclub.co.uk. M-O-B-I-U-S. I only come across it a couple of days ago. I was looking at their website, the, the club objective page, and it's, it's kind of cool. Uh, they've got a little title, 25 years investing together, what worked for us, and lessons learned. Club's objectives, the four key objectives that define Mobius. That is to learn, to invest, 
to enjoin, to enjoy, and to earn. Here we discuss how these were implemented in the club over the years. So they're quite transparent in what they've done. So yeah, personally, I believe the number of UK investment clubs is going to grow a lot more. It is. The demand is slowly coming in. It is. And the momentum is so slow. The momentum is slowly gaining pace. And I think those who will be the ones setting up investment clubs and embarking upon building investment clubs, I believe they're going to be the millennial generation. But I personally do think that the UK needs a lot more investment clubs. I feel we need a revival of the 90s investment club trend. I'm a believer in the market and I believe in enterprise. Without them alongside global trade, we'd still be in the stone age in my opinion. The last decade we have witnessed a concentration of wealth and this has caused an environment where lesser and lesser people are participating in the market. And this is resulting in less ownership. This not only includes the property market, but it also includes the stock market, which is far more lucrative than properties. The stock market is the single largest pot of wealth that can be accessed by any person with £100 or more. It is the greatest creator of wealth, the best we've ever had, ever since we crawled out of the swamps. So for us to have a more wealthier and prosperous nation, we must slowly merge the masses with the markets. We must make more people participate in the market so we can redistribute some wealth away from centralised entities like BlackRock and others and back to the average Joe Blogs. Every Brit that buys a British stock is contributing towards redistributing some capital back to the country. This capital comes in the form of profits. I'll give you an example. Let's say XYZ company listed on the London Stock Exchange. That pays out roughly £100 million in dividends to shareholders per year. And these shareholders are international investors and UK financial, in financial institutions. No retail investor owns a stock in XYZ company. But over the next few years, roughly 50,000 Brits decide to purchase, on average, a few hundred quid of shares in the XYZ company. And this results in 50,000 Brits owning 20% of XYZ. This would create a process where £20 million of profits is redistributed away from international investors and institutions and to 50,000 British citizens. Because 20% of 100 million in dividends is 20 million pound in dividends. Because 50,000 Brits own 20% of XYZ company, they all receive 20 million pound in dividends. It's good for the country's wealth and the country's tax pot. This example exemplifies why I believe in more participation in the markets. It's why I believe we need to look at 
a market-based redistribution of wealth. The e redistribution of wealth, the XYZ company example that I speak of, that is a rational way to achieve a redistribution of wealth in the UK. And I believe no political party or political movement, left, right and centre, I don't believe they have a strategy that comes close to being this rational and logical. Their solutions are all state and government based. And that gets you nowhere. If the UK has more investment clubs, then they will, the clubs will contribute towards achieving the market-based redistribution of wealth, which I speak of. It will be a small contribution, but it will help. And that's why, in one way or another, we need to promote the advantages and disadvantages of investment clubs. We need the country's wealth pot to start growing more and merging the masses with the markets via market participation. That will help grow the country's wealth. So, ideologically, economically and financially, investment clubs are a great thing. And I do hope over the next five years, we start to see hundreds, if not thousands of investment clubs starting to pop up all around the country. I hope you like my little opinion on investment clubs and I might do some more shows on them if I do start to see more and more people demand them. So until the next show, have a prosperous and productive time.